turn on our microphones now and uh, talk with everybody. This is the paranormal after party, and uh, I'll tell you what we're going to even the we're going to even the playing field here, so we're all in four squares now. Wow, so everybody's wow. equal. And I, uh, gosh, Dave, I got live. I got live. yeah. Very you got nice. the live. Well, I got Dave right above my head. Dave Schrader, as, so as I belong. More special, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Well, well this is for a show. What's that? Uh, Annie just mentioned here. Oh, I, I lost it. She said that the uh, the water. I'm staying. I'm staying for the show. The bathtub water is still warm. Maybe mm-hmm. the let's could have a bathtub show. Wow. Hey, good idea. Good idea. Not, yeah. Well, it's well, there a it horrible is. idea. No, man, not going to happen, guys. I love you, but it's not going to happen. All right, we be are in here Texas next week. I'm going to be in Texas. I'm coming out there Wednesday. I'll be there Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, everybody keeps reminding me, but Sunday is Mother's Day. What about Winnie? She's not my mom, so <laughs> I don't. Wow, I'll, not that you know. Not that I know. Of course, I'm waiting for the Ancestry.com. Uh, yeah, so really. We have opened up comments. If you have questions, and for the 109 of you that are staying with us, if you have questions for the team, you can certainly feel free to ask us, and we will pop up your questions and talk to you about any aspect of the paranormal until we either get bored or a half an hour transpires, and we've got a full two-hour block of entertainment here. Well, I would like to start with uh, Inter- Wayne. entertainment. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne's question, if you don't mind me just jumping right in here. Uh, wow. Okay. Go right okay. ahead, Eric. Why not Corona with a lime? Great question, Wayne. Greg. That's a great question, Wayne. Um, I don't have any Corona in the house, but uh, I will uh, next week uh, for the Cinco de Mayo. Uh, nice. Wow. Yeah. I've got a question. Uh, why yes. do Corona in the house, Greg? Well, I I stick primarily with uh, apparently spinal uh, uh, fluid and um, mm-hmm. and grapefruit and, and flavored grapefruit. beer. Flavored beer. That's, that's good. Let's see. Janet asks, Dave, will you be in the Pittsburgh area? As a matter of fact, Janet, I will not be in the Pittsburgh area, but I will be in New Jersey, which is just a hop, skip, and like six-hour drive from Pittsburgh. So I will be in New Jersey in Woodbridge doing the uh, Parity Conference, but uh, at this point, nothing in Pittsburgh specific. So I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. Is that Let's, how you get around questions like that? I'll be six hours away, though. That's right. But yeah. yeah. All right, guys. What are your thoughts on the potential black hole news coming up? That comes from Heather Lorraine. Marty, why don't we start with you? What are your thoughts on the potential black? Well, <laughs> uh... hey, while while you're uh, while you're thinking about that, Marty, mm-hmm. um, how about you, uh, Greg? No, you had a great uh, you had a great um, image of what, what you were talking about as far as what they saw, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that that gentleman suggesting the multiverse, which makes complete sense in my head. Um, but maybe that's what they saw inside that black hole. Is that you know everybody thinks everything gets sucked up in the black hole. Well, maybe it's just uh, reimaged or something, and it just you know goes into a different dimension. I don't know. I'm excited about it. I, I can't wait to see because, again, the way he posed it, now it was an hour-long uh, press conference today, not answering any questions. But they are all, all each one of these astrophysicists and scientists got a chance to go up and kind of weigh in. But uh, I think there's something, I think there's something popping. So uh, how about you, uh, Eric? What do you think on this black hole scenario? Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I'm not as uh, geeky as you, but... Um... Oh, wow. No, no, that's a compliment. 
Mm-hmm. What I mean by it's kind of like I'm not as good looking as you. It's the same type of thing. Okay. Um, I'm excited for someone to come out and make a statement as bold as, you know, it'll be everything happened before this and everything after. Mm-hmm. It's got to be big. My only fear was as you were reading that was you guys remember 10 years or so ago when a person came out and said, we're going to make an announcement about transportation that's going to change the world. That's right. Yeah. What was that transportation? The uh, Segway. And did it change yeah. the world? No, nah, it didn't do anything. All it really does is have people that are tourists in other towns fall off and get injured. And I'm right. pretty sure that was 20. Run into your car like and stuff you like that. You are bitter, bitter drunks. Bitter, bitter drunks. Uh, question for Dave from Lara. She says, did you have to drink after Jimmy's show and his immense knowledge of Marvel? Yeah. I uh, No, thankfully it was late enough. I just my brain exploded and I went to bed. I love movies. I love talking nerd stuff. So we had a good time on Jimmy Church's fade to black the other night. So if you're interested folks, Jimmy and I had like a two hour show talking about the rise of the gods and the popularity of how gods are really popping up again in pop culture. And what's the reasoning behind this? Is it just the evolutionary step of, of Marvel of let's try to take some other superfluous characters and make them relevant and and show this. But it's interesting that even DC is doing this with the Shazam movie serials. So I'm, I'm fascinated by it. I, I'd like to see where they go with this. Uh, here hey, we go. Cat's got tornado sirens going on. Really? Good. Hard rock. Kathy says, Dave, are you attending an event here in Texas? Yes, I am. I am. The Sausage Fest 2010. Yeah, that's it. It is, uh, it the four is, of yeah. us will be hanging oh, out. Only, only four tickets sold, folks, if you're interested. And they're sold yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, VIP only. Maybe we could find a bar somewhere in San Antonio or Austin or, or somewhere in between and just tell people and, and our twos or threes of fans can come out from Texas and hang out with us. And uh, we can meet up with uh, the Paranormal 60 News crew fan base. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, so keep, keep watching social media. We'll talk about it this week, and we'll post it. Especially keep up with Eric's social media. That's the We're best gonna... way to keep up with all the updates. <laughs> we we are going to be on the Camino Real Trail, though. So we will be uh, on a a, a very violent. Oh yeah, who's yeah. that? Uh, well, you don't know where it is. I will be taking you there. Okay, uh, and then we will be seeing um, um, all kinds of strange. Okay, things. wait, wait. Uh, trail sounds like. Hiking, which sounds no like hiking, no, 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 no. no. Uh, <laughs> we'll be going to a ranch. We'll be doing some ranch work. Yes. But, Wait a minute. Uh, Have you somehow then, suckered us into helping one oh, of yeah. your friends move or oh, something? Bob Strobo. Yeah. We're going to be uh, putting up fences for him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I got uh, guys. Yeah, I got to stay here for Mother's Day. I just uh, and Eric is coming over to help me with that. <laughs> I'll right? Just say, I just yeah. sold a hundred more tickets. So we're yeah. Gonna... yeah, Nikki Nikki Folsom says, "Have another drink, Marty." Sure, why not? Yeah. Nikki, and I, she's just a great person. We opened up the, the door. You got to answer it. Uh, Nancy Hayes, Greg, how do you know what spinal fluid tastes like? Great. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. You don't want the answer, but a great question. Yeah. No, I want the answer. Oh, you do? Yes. How the Have you ever eat oxtail soup? Hello, oxtail soup. No, I live in America. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> You don't Chef need to in a can. I don't need to yeah. eat oxtails. Yeah, there, you got to, you know, you don't waste anything. You got to put that thing down in there. And uh, yeah. Mm. Let's see. Mm. Cleveland Rock says, like, what did clean. the guys, what did the guys think uh, about the audio anomalies on Tuesday night's show? So guys, I know you're avid listeners of my show, the paranormal 60, and I'm sure you listen live 
to my program and you heard crazy. all of the strange audio. What did what do you guys make of it? I was very weirded out. <laughs> I, well, I thought I, I thought well. I thought you were at Eric's house trying to transmit from there. No, it uh Dave. for those of you that missed it this week, we were talking. I had Erica Boucheranian and we were discussing different uh kind of dark presences and we started having a lot of weird activities first of all she got knocked offline once or twice and and then we were getting while we were talking we were getting this weird audio artifact and sometimes it sounded like a growl or like a screech like a scream um people have been sending me that they heard voices so it was very strange if you missed the episode it's monday's show here on youtube you can just go back and look uh for those of you listening to the audio podcast it was the show from earlier this week so go listen to that as well uh, more importantly, I guess the question Cleveland rocks is what did you think of the audio anomalies? Let us know. Let's see. Uh, Wayne wants to know, will the black hole swallow Uranus? Good question. Good. I would question. just like to say that I've been following Wayne's comments tonight and he seems to be the most educated of the bunch. <laughs> well, that's sad to hear. I mean, uh-huh. the four of us. Yeah. So listen to what that man is saying. Yeah. 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 Uh, cat, green-eyed cat. I missed part of the show because tornado sirens were going That's what off. I said earlier. Yeah. Well, I'm getting to that so that we can make sure to, you know, everybody out there just w- put out good thoughts and positive vibes for cat, Absolutely. the green-eyed cat. Yeah. Be safe. Be safe. Yep. Um, here we go. Here's a question. Will the Holzer files or any new paranormal shows, uh, will it's a strange uh, way to present the question, but Holzer files has not been picked up for a new season. Uh, Cindy and I did film a new TV series that will be out later this year. Shane filmed a series for another network that'll be out later this year. And if you just keep following us and listening to the show, I will promote all of these shows and let you know about them. All right. Let's see. Uh, D Montgomery. I'd love to hear how you guys all met paranormal event. Any shared stories? Well, I can open that can of worms. I host live events where I go to foreign uh, locations like Romania, Scotland, Germany, Ireland, Prague, Australia. And slowly these guys have begun collecting them and uh, their wives have come on these, these tours and trips with us. And we've had an amazing time. I think, I think Greg was the first friend I picked up in this uh, journey. We met in Romania in my second trip in 2013. Transylvania. Yeah. So we went to Romania together. I think Eric, was it Ireland? Uh, Scotland. Scotland first. Yep. Um, Scotland. Yeah. And Marty, I think England. Was it England, England. was your first? Yeah. Yes, it was. So, yeah. Yeah. I, Great uh, times, man. Those those trips yeah. are something special. You need to go to them. <laughs> I agree. As a matter of fact, we have four spots open for our June Ireland trip, if you're interested. We now have six spots open for September's Scotland trip. Um, so if you're interested, again, go to darknessevents.com. You'll find information there, and you can reach out to me at davidparanormal60.com. I can help you get more information on the foreign trips. But uh, we have, I think, four spots open for Ireland in June this year, six spots open in September for Scotland. Uh, but talking about experiences, Eric was the more skeptic of us all when you oh, came absolutely. on these trips. Okay. So tell them, tell them about our experiences, please. Six years ago, I was on the complete opposite end of the spectrum of, of where I sit today. And uh, I don't want to kiss Dave's shiny hiney any more than uh, keep it down. Wow, wow. But, um, yeah, you know, sitting on, on the bus and, and having an opportunity to speak to, to Dave about things. And, you know, what I love about Dave, um, 
personally and professionally is that uh, it's not all jump scares. It's, it's really trying to get to the real what's happening. And uh, gosh, there's so many stories I could tell, but I, I would say the one that, uh, that really gets to me is we were in a jail cell, um, Tijuana, I think. No, that's a different oh, that was story. a yeah. different story. Yeah. No, that was me. Great. <laughs> you know, Dave, Dave and I, where was that, Dave? I forget. I know it was, it was wasn't that was in Scotland, wasn't it? Uh, and we were in the prison and we were doing an EV quick EVP. So they gave us like a minute in this famous cell, two minutes. So we got everybody hushed down and we did an EVP session. And you were standing right there and we we caught a real time EVP. I will never forget. I I was the last one in. The room is filled with, I don't know, 15 people. I shut the door and I make some you know big, big comment. We are not leaving to this room until we have proof of the afterlife or of ghosts or something. Again, this is my first trip, not a believer whatsoever. We shut the door. Dave turns on his his uh, recorder, and Dave asks, is there anybody in here with us? Gives a pause. What's your name? Pause. Right? Okay. And I'm sitting there, and, and honestly, I'm almost laughing. I'm like, why, why are we wasting time with this? Is there anybody in here with us? Yes. My heart just stopped. What's your name? Grant. 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 Right. right. And I literally opened the door and out I went. I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on here, but nobody spoke. Now that was, but that was like a couple days into the trip. But on our very first night, we went into the Edinburgh vaults. Do you remember? And we went into one of the vault and it was, everybody broke up into small groups and you went in with me into one of the little vaulted areas. And it was four or five of us in a circle. And I turned on my recorder, started asking questions and I played it back. And before I even asked a question, remember that voice came through and it went darkness. That was after the Rohypnol. You, you, you know how sometimes you, you'll use the, uh, the, the spirit boxes and you'll hear kind of noise. This wasn't noise. This was like someone spoke into the wow. room. Clear as day, darkness. Darkness. And it had that weird, like, thick accent, darkness, uh, which was awesome. But that was, like, one of the first days on that trip. But then we did that churchyard, remember? Scariest thing of my life. This was so cool. So, again, Eric and I have been talking on this trip. We're getting close, becoming buddies on this, and we're we're walking. And he's still skeptical of it, and his wife has had all these weird experiences. His daughter's had some weird experiences, but Eric really not. And as we're walking through, we're always the, the kind of shepherds. We stay at the back of the pack and make sure everybody's in front and we don't lose any stragglers. So we're coming through this um, courtyard, this church courtyard, and we're going to go out into the graveyard area. And as we're standing there, uh, first, they tried to set us up. They had a guy try to scare us, right? Um, but then we very clearly heard footsteps walking up behind us. And we had our backs to the doorway into this area. And Eric and I both turn around. There's nobody there. And you very clearly hear, and it walks right past us. And Eric's eyes just got like saucers. That was awesome. I just looked right into your eyes. Not only fear, but love at the same time going, okay. Wow. You've just changed my life. I have just been open to something I never thought I would be open to. And yeah. at 26 years old, because that was like four years ago, at 26 years old, you yeah. and I were just, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah very cool. So that was th- those were some of the cool encounters we've had. Marty, we've been on a bunch of trips together now. Have, yeah. What do you think? Any cool experiences that you've uh, picked up on? Um, I think the the one of the 
my favorites is when we had the chance to walk through uh, a lot of the uh, the the UFO. What was that? Uh, Rendlesham Forest. Rendlesham, yeah. yeah. Rendlesham Forest. That was pretty awesome. I I, I never thought uh, you would be able to get that close to the base as well as walk actually to the exact location where supposedly the spaceship set down and right. um, just looking at the vegetation around there, how there's really no vegetation around there uh, that is growing. And um, that was really kind of cool. That was kind of early on, I think, in our England trip. So um, it kind of really. Yeah, uh, it was a nice tour because they walk you around and you get to see these places where they first saw it. They did this. They did that. Now, I will tell you, Marty, and I don't know if I've shared this with you guys. After that, I found out that that entire thing is a tourist trap. That's not even the location that that took place. Really? It, it's over like a mile on the other side, but they don't want oh. people in that area because it's still kind of protected, but they want to share the story. They want to keep people in to give you that kind of vibe. So again, that's what I heard after the fact, after the trip, oh. which was okay. a bummer, but they still, I, I like that you get to kind of walk the story yeah. Yeah. and hear it. It's like, it's like biblical gardens you're not really in the bible and you're not back in in mesopotamian but right. you get to follow the story arc and i like that they did that well and one thing that it also gives you a better perspective of you know they're always claiming that it's the uh lighthouse you know it was the lighthouse lights but you know standing where we were standing gives you an idea how far away uh you know that would have been if that was the case you know and i know that's always been the 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 story is that no, they didn't see anything. It was lights from the lighthouse. So it was kind of cool seeing that perspective. What about you, Greg? Any cool memories of strange supernatural happenings on one of these trips? On your trips? Yeah. Nah, really. Yeah. I know. Well, well, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. So Come on. actually, we had one of the best experiences of my life on one of your trips. Mm -hmm. uh, when we went to... Transylvania and we went to Ponary Castle and we climbed all the way to the top of Dracula's siege castle on top of that mountain. Now this is this is yeah. actually Vlad Tepish's castle, Vlad yeah. the Impaler, right? This is yeah. his actual or the remains of his castle. I just want to make sure people realize it right. not like some it, weird No, there yeah. it's on top of this mountain. It's incredible the the forest and vegetation all around it. Uh you get an idea of there's no way if you got up to the top of that thing, there's no way anybody would take over that castle from you. The, the way it's set up, of course, they could just hold out and starve you out. But right. the point is you go there and you have this experience of everything that happened there. And you know, the, there's just walls, there's no ceilings on the thing. And there's a lot of debris that is filled in some of the rooms and stuff. So it's uh, that you, you're not on the floors itself. You're on this dirt and uh, our whole group was there and we were going to gather up and, and Dave was going to, um, you know, uh, brief us on something. We're going to get a group photo. And so we're all sitting there. It's a beautiful day. Uh, there's a few clouds in the sky, but it's just calm, big blue sky. And all of a sudden this wind comes up out of nowhere. And right there in the, in the center of this would, would be like a big entry room. A dirt devil comes up, you know, a, like a little mini twister comes right out of the ground 
and raises up. And I'm sitting here going, this is incredible. I've traveled all the way from Texas. I'm here in Transylvania. This thing, this it's, it's, you know, it, it, when you think about uh, whirling dervish and all the stuff that, that, that happened in the middle East, uh, you can absolutely see how people would believe in spirits would believe in, in the supernatural. And this thing comes right out of the ground and I'm going, wow, you know, uh, Vlad Tepes is here to tell us, you know, something, or he's, he's, he's showing us our presence. And about that time, Dave walks into the tunnel and starts going, and I shall smite thee with thy vengeance. And it just kind of ruined everything for you, dude. I got to live a moment as a God. I stood amongst the wind and the debris and I got to call out like Moses. <laughs> it was incredible. That was until crazy. You ruined it. How yes. well, dare you? Man, that's harsh. So, to answer you know, your question. That's kind of what my wife said about sex, too. It was incredible until I got involved. Got involved. <laughs> Not as well. Oh. You two yeah, get so. quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. All right. Let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. We've got a question here. Really great question. Uh, Asriana. No, this is for everybody. Do oh. you do any of you believe or have a Bigfoot experience? Um, I do believe in Bigfoot. I had an experience when I was like, I can't remember if it was 11 or 12. Um, and it was uh, Foley, Alabama. My, my grandparents owned 40 acres of land. They only lived on about 10 of it. The rest was just thick, wild woods. And we had a big pond we used to go fishing in. And my cousin and I were fishing. And we just started hearing this loud, something walking big in the woods. And we're thinking, oh, it's probably some kind of animal. And, you know, again, no understanding. I'm not a hunter. I'm not really a fisherman, whatever. But there's something big moving around. And as we're talking, at the back of the pond, there are these high bushes, high shrubs. And all of a sudden, this big furry hand comes up over the top of the bush and pushes it down. And it was like Chewbacca's hand. There was just this long fur that came over the ends and it pushed the top of the bush down. So all I could see was like this view. So it was like the just about the nose up to the top. And it was just kind of very high forehead. And then this like dark gray black mane. And, and it just stared. And then my cousin and I looked at each other. And then we scooby doo it up the hill. Partly thinking one of our dads is playing a joke on us. We go running in. Everybody's there. Our dads, our cousins, our grandfather. So we tell them what happened. Our grandfather and uh, dad and uncle grab guns and go out into the woods because they don't know. Is it some kind of crazy guy living out there? But um, that's the closest I've been to a Bigfoot encounter. I, I can't say for certain it was Bigfoot, but I don't know what the hell it was. So I've got to assume you said it was a pretty big bush. So this is the 70s? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, John Martinez apparently said this long ago before that line, but yeah, uh, he said, uh, see y'all later. That's great. Yeah, all right. Uh, how about any of the rest of you? Uh, Greg, do you believe in Bigfoot? Have you ever had an experience? Um, so, uh, it uh, the the time uh, time continuum thing is there. There's obviously there have been many different types of Bigfoot, big feats, uh, throughout history. Uh, that we would have interpreted them as Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. um, I, I find it uh, highly suspect that uh, we have so many sightings and people say there's not a Bigfoot. So I, I think that there is a lot of hoax. There's a lot of misinterpretation, but that doesn't, you know, that the, 
the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. So there's two. I know that's that was great, right? Right. Write that one down. Get a T-shirt on that one. Man. Yeah. So um, there's too many stories Mm -hmm. from old prospectors and stuff like that that knows exactly what a wolf looks like, knows what a bear looks like. And these guys would testify it wasn't a bear. It was a Sasquatch. It was a hairy man. It was something else. A wild man, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I went to uh, Portlock, Washington. Uh, It's the site of uh, multiple Bigfoot, uh, what they believe to be murders uh, committed by Bigfoot in the uh, uh, early 1900s to mid-1900s. And the whole town packed up and left about 1950, a little bit before 1950, because they got so weirded out by the Nantanook. Uh, it's a, uh, it's, uh, it's a hairy man, uh, that they believe in that, that indigenous people in Alaska believe in. So it's, it's really, really strong up in Alaska with, uh, people other than just a whole bunch of paranormal people trying to chase something down. It's, it, right. it's a thing. Uh, whether they're still living today or not, I don't know, but they did at one time. Okay. And do you That's believe right. then I, you kind of believe that they exist, but have you ever had an experience yourself? I have not. Uh, okay. I've, I've had some cryptid experiences, but not particularly with Bigfoot. All right. How about you, Marty? Ever had a Bigfoot experience? No, no Bigfoot experience, but you know, going back to what Greg's saying, I mean, there's so many people that have seen something and you know, the story in many ways is very consistent, uh, which makes you think, okay, you know, there's something there, you know, um, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where uh, I'm not so sure about the whole UFO Bigfoot relationship, right. but you know, they, they find um, new species of animals annually, you know, uh, yeah. Right. This, this could be something that just haven't found yet, you know? And well, and, and the, the thing about it is, is, is the way we've been looking at it is anthropological and it's, it's a zoology. Oh. I know, I know. Uh, zoology and, and that sort of thing. Uh, our big game hunters are looking for them and everything. Um, I think it's time to uh, kind of consider that this thing is, uh, is pretty uh, intelligent and doesn't want to be found. So we probably need to switch gears in the way we look for him. They said, uh, some of the experts believe that they work almost like a century unit, that they have a few that are posted in areas. And then as we encroach upon their area, they keep backing up. That might be what the wood knocks and the whoops are to tell their clan to keep moving away from this area and why we never actually physically see them unless it's by accident. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Eric Folsom, uh, Bigfoot, real or not? I would say over the last couple of years, I've changed my my opinion on this. I was very, very skeptical, but as I have been getting more and more involved, uh, I think they, they are in some sort of parallel universe, kind of like the Fae or fairies, right? I, I, I don't have a lot of proof. In fact, come to think of it, I have no proof. Um, <laughs> I want to make sure I am very clear on that. Yeah, very clear. This is an opinion only. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I think, and that's why they get seen and then they don't see them. I, I think they're going in between veils. Well, that would make sense, right? I mean, that's, uh, if this thing exists and we can't find it, we can't find its hair, we can't find a fingernail, uh, we can't find its poop, 
Um, and for well, a guy that knows what spinal other? fluid tastes like, you think he would find them. Yeah. 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 It, it, it tastes like a really bad ale. Let's see. We've got uh, MJ Cat says, Dave, did Shane hurt your feelings or something? <laughs> he was always sent to sit in the scariest places. Well, here's the deal, MJ Katz. Uh, the fact is that he is a great response for the audience. And we all took turns sitting in each one of those rooms. But we only show when something happened or we were having a good experience. So it's not like I always sent him there and I never went there or Cindy never went there. Sure, but... Dave. Sure. Okay, all right, Dave. Sure, great. Dave. Yep. That's my story. Yeah. And I'm all that ended up on the edit floor. Yeah. Well, because yeah. nothing happened. Okay. Nothing happened. Right. Uh, Wayne wants to know, Dave, any thoughts on who will be the next actor for Doctor Who? I hope Uh-oh. it's true that David Uh-oh. Tennant is back, that they're bringing him back for some kind of weird timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly transformation. Um, you know, I would like to see Rupert Grint finally be the ginger-headed doctor. So that's it. I don't want to keep getting Doctor too Who. Nervous. Yeah, Doctor exactly. Who is my... Who? Uh, uh, my, Doctor Who is my Stevie Nicks. Move on. Good God. <laughs> Hard Rock Kathy says, Shiny Heiny, what about his head? How dare oh, you? Wow. wow. That hurt. Oh, yeah, that, that hurt. That's, that's deep and uh, too soon. Uh, Dave Dyer says, I'm like half Scottish, half Irish. I'm going to have to sign up for both so I don't punch myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> We do have, uh, for those of you that missed it, we've got um, an Ireland trip coming up in June. There's only four spots available for that. We have um, a Scotland trip coming up in September. Six spots open for that. If you are interested, email me, Dave, at paranormal60.com. Dave, at paranormal60.com, or go to darknessevents.com, and you'll get more information about it there. Dave, can I add something there? I'm sorry. Yeah, please. Go ahead, Marty. Uh, I guess... Uh, from what I understand is Scotland's your second time to Scotland and the first time was just awesome. So, oh, God, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I absolutely loved Scotland. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it, but what's weird, Eric's been with me on these trips. Every time we've gone to places like England, Scotland and Ireland, where it's normally kind of gray and misty and rain, we've had insane blue skies. The people that are running our trips are like, we don't know exactly what's going on here, but we've never seen weather like this before. So our trips, we always had these great experiences with that. And even Marty, you were England, there for the England. first England trip. It was insane. Yeah, it was crazy. They were like, we haven't had 75 degree weather like this forever. Yeah. And the whole trip was like just sunny and warm and awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lynn Lawson. Wow, that's a weird coincidence. Do you know her, Greg? Well, last name, yeah. same last Lynn, name. Yeah, she Lynn, says Grant was the bus driver. That's Lynn Jarrett. Oh, Who's Jared. Lynn Jarrett. I'm not sure. Yeah, she, Grant like was the bus driver. Yeah. Huh? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, I love how Dave pronounces Edinburgh correctly as a Brit. Thank you. You're welcome, Matthew. You're welcome, Matthew Janssen. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what we got. Uh, uh, la, 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 la. boy, there's a lot of questions here. It's been slow rolling. I get a lot of nice comments. Thank you all for, for the love. Um, let's see. I'm curious of the shutter. Oh, here we go. MJ cats. I'm so curious about what is behind the shutters in Marty's place. Uh, That's what I want to know. You know you That's like asking Gacy what's below the floor. I wouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah, exactly. Wow. No, no. Uh, if you open those shutters, you would see a uh, herd of deer um turkeys uh some uh uh, uh guineas 
probably. Hey, about a, white hey. guineas. Oh, oh, no. Come on. White guineas. Talk. Yeah. You can see about an acreage of land that needs to be worked on. That's Marty, more importantly, explain to everybody why you're sitting in front of white shutters today instead of that beautiful uh, well dave it goes back in your to blue this. in your blue shirt back mm. in the day uh, uh -huh. what it is is that my other room i've gotten so much uh comments on my other room that i look like i was jaundice <laughs> because i was sitting in front of a red background because so. you're drinking too much bourbon is what it is that uh, too but uh let's not go there eric yeah hey. oh. Yeah, Eric Eric, Eric takes medicine now. He takes yeah. like medication. Oh, okay. Here's my medicine, buddy. Here's my he's medicine. Got a, he's got a my medicine. But uh well, um, yes, and that's the reason why I'm behind a white I'm in front of a white uh shutter. And I, I well you I, look you look good. You, you do. Look, thanks, Greg. You do too, but you I, always do. I use this, uh, this lighting green lighting. light because, as you can see, when I wave my hand, Eric and I have almost the exact same colored walls. So to Dave's try to differentiate, right over there. show yeah. Dave. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? All right, <laughs> let's uh, let's get to it. Uh, do you guys believe in fairies? I've seen some and have photos. I believe there is different kinds of them. Actually, I wasn't sure how I felt on that until I caught a photograph of what I believe to be a fairy. And then when we were in Ireland, and we. Do, do you remember that? We're walking at this castle. We're walking through the field, and they leapt up in front of us. I know that sounds like we've all been drinking hard. We saw them, these beautiful little light-up characters. I followed one over to a wall. It landed. I took a picture. I, could, I couldn't I could even see it at first. I'm, like, right up against the wall. Finally, I noticed this, like, giant mosquito-looking thing, and I take a picture of it, and I take it over to the guy running the, the tour, and he goes, what have you got there? And I said, uh, I took your picture of your fairies. And he kind of rolls his eyes and he goes, what is it? And I said, it's like this giant mosquito. And he goes, well, that's what it wants you to see. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's, it's, a nature, it's a nature sprite. So it's going to take on whatever effect that's I think right. it was. And I thought it was an insect, but it looked, holy God, Eric, oh. back me on this. Oh. Dangling yeah. legs and arms and a little head oh. with arms. and It was perfect. perfect. It was insane. And there were like eight of them. It was amazing. So Jamie, do me a favor. Mm -hmm. I, I love your question. Yes, I also believe. If you got a couple photos, send them to Dave at paranormal60.com. I would love to see those. Yeah, especially uh, because Eric's wife is writing a book about fairies. Yeah, I was about and, to say. Yeah. yeah. And she'd so, love to see them as well. I uh, I really didn't. It wasn't that I didn't believe about, about fairies, but I didn't mm -hmm. know enough about them until I did talk to uh, Nikki Folsom. And man, she's just a wealth of knowledge in that regards. Uh, she was able to really you know, provide some good information. And you're like, wow, I did not know that. So if you are ever able to see her speak at, at one of the conventions, you would need to see her because she's really awesome in that regards. Very, Very nice, nice, Marty. Thank you. Sure. Uh, Greg, have you ever had a paranormal experience relating directly to a police case that you worked on? And this uh, is our last question of the night, folks. No. All right. Sort of. No, say um, it isn't so, Dave. Not with let's not end with Greg. All right. Well, let me let me wrap this thing up then. Um, so I was a mental health investigator for a few years, and mm -hmm. part of that is uh you're a uh, uh a suicide mediator, hostage negotiator. So we had a uh, a call out for a uh, person who was threatening to kill their baby, and they were on the third floor of their apartment complex. Uh, out on the uh, on the uh, patio and was holding the baby over the the balcony, gonna gonna throw the baby. 
uh, law enforcement showed up. They took uh, positions down at the bottom of the stairs, took positions in the door of the apartment, and uh, two officers took positions at the sliding glass door leading to the balcony. Um, every time they would try to go out on the balcony, she would act like she's going to kill this very small child. This child was uh, two months old, maybe. And, uh, and so uh, she was barricaded there. They called SWAT out and I was a negotiator that got there. Uh, when I arrived, I pulled up, I got out of my car. And as I'm walking down the sidewalk, I see her up on the third floor and she sees me and we make eye contact. I'm watching her and I'm walking up to the, the stairwell uh, and, and I go to the stairwell, I go up the stairs, I go to the door, I walk into the apartment past, uh, the officers that were there and I'm in plain clothes because I'm, I'm undercover sort of, uh, as a negotiator. And I walk up to the sliding glass door. She turns around. Uh, I walk past the two officers that were standing there onto the patio. She hands me the baby. I take the baby. I turn, I hand it to the officer that's there. I give her, she comes and gives me a hug. We stand there for a little bit. And then I turn and walk her back into the apartment, walk her out down to my car, put her in my car, back of my car, close it up. And I take her to the state hospital. Um, a couple of months later, I, uh, I'm at the state hospital for a competency hearing. And I had to walk through one area of the state hospital. And there was a group of people there at, in a day room. And I hear, you're an angel. You're an angel. And I kind of, you know, you hear all kinds of things and, and I hear you're an angel really loud. And I turn around and it's that lady and she comes running up to me and she says, you're an angel. And she hugs me and says, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And I was hugging her. I said, yeah, you know, it's okay. And she goes, you're, you're an angel. I said, well, I was just there to do my job. She goes, no, you're an angel. You had a halo. You had wings you were there to save my baby. And for, for me, that was a, you know, it kind of makes you wonder is, is there something else going on other than, okay, she's got postpartum depression and she's, uh, you know, having some issues there. But as far as the hallucination part of it, was she hallucinating because of a mental condition or was she seeing something that I had nothing to do with? I was just a vessel that it, it it could have attached to me and, and which is exactly what an angel in hiding would do. Remember how he said he was undercover. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to drink some more yeah, Satan spinal fluid. I guess. Wow. Maybe you're not the angel. We thought you, were. I thought that that was a great story. That was a powerful thing. It, it, it was until the end and y'all, but uh, yeah. I'm just, well, if you paid attention to the end, Greg, I was saying you are the angel. You're yeah. just trying to be all, Oh yeah. no, I'm not. Uh, Heather says that's amazing, Greg. Yeah, thank, thank you, Heather. Yeah, yeah. And then let's see. Uh, Kathy says, "Wow, Greg, glad you were there." Yeah, Stephanie. Uh, great story, Greg. Wayne liked it. Stephanie said, well, "Oh, see, wow." See, I have I have wow. support out Very there. Very interesting. Pixie said she loves it, and Tabitha says that's beautiful. So this seems like the perfect wow. way to go out. So thank you all for tuning in, hanging out with the after party. We're going to do something live one night this week for the news. It might be a day early, might be Friday after all. Just keep paying attention, watch social media, join us for a special live paranormal news from the great state of Texas. Yeah. So signing off for the team, I'm your 
lead anchor Dave Schrader, along with me, Martin Vaez, Eric Folsom, and the paranormal angel himself, Greg Lawson. Ooh, that's good. We'll see you again next week right here on the Paranormal 60 News.